you know, my dad was thrilled to see the changes in my life. But then he said, Michael, we're Jewish. We don't believe these things. He introduced me to the local rabbi. The local rabbi began to lovingly challenge me. You don't even know Hebrew. How can you tell us what to believe? Uh, so I ended up majoring in Hebrew in college and ending, ending up uh, with a Ph.D. in Near Eastern Languages and Literatures from New York University. I was so determined to study the text and the original languages for myself. And uh, so my testimony is literally from LSD to Ph.D., and uh, that love for the Word has kind of undergirded everything I've ever done since. And I believe if we can bring the Spirit and the Word together, uh, we can really touch a whole generation. It really is a, a, an incredibly uh, unique story, especially coming to faith and having those those Jewish roots there and then seeing how God um, takes you, I guess, in a, in a brand new direction. Uh, once you completed your studies, did you have a burden upon your heart to uh, reach Jewish people especially, or how did you get more heavily involved in ministry? Well, you know, I, I immediately uh, started sharing the gospel with everybody. As soon as I came to faith, I wanted everybody to know about Jesus. And immediately, especially, I wanted my fellow Jews to know. And because I was being challenged constantly by the rabbis in the Jewish community, I had to really learn why I believed what I believe and have solid reasons for the challenges that were coming to me. So early on, kind of like throwing a kid into the water to teach them how to swim, I had to learn how to swim on my own. But I just love to tell people about Jesus. When I was 18 years old, I preached in my church for the first time and felt a strong calling to preach. And then as the years went on, developed a burden to, to really teach the Word of God. So these things have burned in me from the early days. Uh, I've had a passion to see God's people revived and been involved in, in a great revival movement that lasted four years in Florida and, and literally touched people around the world. Um, my heart's burned to take the gospel to the nations. This will be my, my 140th uh, overseas trip uh, since, what, about 1986, on the last 30 years. And, and my heart's always burned to reach Jewish people. So the studies, these further equip me uh, to do the work. And we've been blessed to write series of volumes on answering Jewish objections to Jesus that have, have touched Jewish people around the world and have had many debates with rabbis. In fact, there have been some significant conversions that took place uh, as a result of those debates. So we're, we're just blessed to see lots of good lasting fruit because the gospel does produce lasting fruit. I'm curious to know your perspective on uh, the number of Jews that are coming to know Christ around the world. Um, I've heard that there is, uh, you know, lots of people coming to Christ, particularly in Israel as well. Um, have you got any uh, statistics or any any feel for what's happening around the world in the Jewish community um, with people coming to know Jesus as the Messiah? Uh, yes, a- actually, God is working, and and we continue to see a steady harvest of Jewish people coming to faith. This has happened at other times in history, but it seems to be happening in increased measure. But let's put things in perspective. Perhaps in Israel right now, with about 6 million Jews living there, a little over 6 million Jews, maybe there are 20,000 Jewish believers in the nation. Now, you have to realize, if you were there 25 years ago, you could count the Jewish believers on a couple of hands. Almost everybody knew each other. Uh, If you go back, say, 30 years or something like that, there were just a handful of young people uh, that knew the Lord. Now you'll have uh, youth gatherings and you'll have hundreds and hundreds of, of Israeli uh, believers coming together and, and joining together with Arab believers as one. 
Um, there are, I'm sure, well over 100,000 Jewish believers in America. The number could perhaps be close to that, and maybe as many as 300,000 worldwide. But, but when you compare that to a world Jewish population of maybe 14 million or so, you realize that maybe we're 1% or 2% of the Jewish population. So God is moving, but there's far, far more that we want to see God do. And, and hence, the, the critical burden for the whole body to carry. This is not just some outside thing. It's something that, that will lead to literally the return of Jesus. The, the turning of the Jewish people is the great final climax of this world. So my heart burns for Great Commission, and my heart burns for Jewish evangelism. And, and one other thing I, I should say plainly in terms of ministry burden, uh, we are absolutely in our own ministry on the front lines of, of current moral and cultural issues, that, that we believe the Church must speak the truth in love, that we must have hearts of compassion and backbones of steel, and the most difficult social, moral issues, uh, we've got to be on the front lines of those. And, and many times we think that the gospel does not really intersect with culture as, as if it's two separate worlds, but no, we bring the values of the kingdom of God to this world, and that's part of how we perform the Great Commission. I think a lot of people listening uh, would say, you know, that's music to our ears. You know, we, we do need to be, uh, as, as the church and as the Christian body, on the front lines, as you say, and being uncomprom- uncompromising but in love when it comes to today's issues. So, uh, Dr. Brown, tell us about Ask Dr. Brown Ministries. How is that incorporated into everything that you're doing now? Yeah, we, we, um, we ha- have so many different things going on in our work that sometimes people looked at it as, as if there were four or five or six different areas, you know, our Jewish outreach, or maybe our dealing with moral and cultural issues like abortion or homosexuality, and then our world missions work, and then our Heart for Revival, and then our ministry school. So we brought everything together under the Ask Dr. Brown heading, and uh, org contains links to all of our major materials. So I normally write three to five new articles a week, uh, my latest one, in fact, is a Christian message to LGBT Americans uh, after the horrific slaughter uh, in, in Orlando, uh, reaching out with the love of God in the midst of that. So I've got my latest articles. We put out several new videos a week, teaching videos or, or, or commentary videos. So uh, we, have, we have those linked on the site. So my whole digital library, thousands of hours of free material that also links to our our. Uh, radio program, The Line of Fire. I'm on two hours live, five days a week across America. So our Line of Fire broadcast links there. And our Jewish outreach site, The Real Messiah, with all kinds of fascinating free material and debates with rabbis. So it's all there at AskDrBrown.org. And if folks have a few minutes just to, to search and look for things or maybe type in a word of interest, they'll pull up an article or a radio broadcast or a video, I think they'll get to know me even better uh, take me a little while to get to uh, to Australia, so I'll be traveling for a couple of days. But by the time I get there, folks will know me a little better. I'm just curious too about your radio broadcast. What are the you do a lot of talkback? What are the the hottest topics that people are calling up about recently? Well, uh, of course, the the issue of of same sex uh, marriage, the uh, issues of homosexual activism and how they impact religious freedoms. That's always something, of course, that's being discussed, and now with the tragic massacre with the radical Muslim slaughtering 50 gay men and women, this is obviously something we're talking about. Politics, of course, man, 
Are you kidding me with the presidential race now? Who in the world would have thought we'd have Donald Trump as, as the Republican candidate and Hillary Clinton, the Democratic candidate? So if, if any day, if I just decide I want to open up the phones, <laughs> all I have to do is mention this and the phones will be flooded. I mean, this is really intense. I'm sure in Australia, too, but people get very, very passionate about politics. And, and that's where even Christians uh, start to divide in intense ways. So that's that's always a big issue. A radical Islam uh, continues to be a, a big issue. Is this normative Islam or not? And then uh, Fridays is my you've got questions, we've got answers day where people can call in with any questions they have, and we get flooded with Bible questions. And it's interesting how many people want to know, like, what about the dietary laws? And what about the feast? And what about the Sabbath? And so this is kind of endless, those types of questions. And they come up all the time. But, you know, nice thing with live radio is if something's breaking in the news, we can jump right on it and then try to bring a kingdom perspective. Uh, so every day I'm, I'm announced uh, on the show as your voice of moral, cultural, and spiritual revolution. And that's what we try to do through the radio broadcast and our articles and videos, because we have a platform as you do with your radio broadcast. We can then be a voice for the rest of the body and articulate a Christian position on these various issues. And once again, if people want to find out more information, the website is askdrbrown.org. We've been talking with Dr. Michael Brown. I reckon you're a history maker, mate. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, it's a joy. Thanks for joining us on History Makers. If you'd like to listen to this interview again, just go to historymakers.tv. There you'll find links to Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. You can subscribe to our iTunes podcast or check out our YouTube clips. And you can find out about History Makers TV. We are a faith-based ministry and we appreciate every donation. You know, the vision of History Makers is to share the good news of Jesus Christ to the nations of the world. If you'd like to partner with us, send us an email, info at historymakersradio.com. God bless you. Have an awesome day. I'm Matt Prater. And why don't you go and make history? History Makers. History Makers is proudly sponsored by Bible League, who serve the local church and other partners around the world by providing Bibles, scripture materials and training to help people meet Jesus. They provide God's Word to a lost and needy world. Bible League plants Bibles in prisons, among persecuted Christians and in poor nations, bringing the love and light of Christ into many people's lives around the world. Make history today by joining our friends at Bible League and planting a Bible that will help someone meet Jesus. Go to bl.org.au Station Sponsor